the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed it is, and a good morning to you. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 o'clock, and we're underway on AM 1420, The Answer. Really appreciate you being with us this morning. We have a lot of very important work to do. We are guest-free today. If you were tuning in for Jim Jordan at 935, he will be on with us on Wednesday. He's got a bit of a schedule conflict today. So uh, we are going to move Congressman Jordan to Wednesday's program, and that means we have a lot of opportunities to talk with one another, and I have a lot of things to talk about with you. I welcome you. At 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110 on this Monday, the 8th morning of the 11th month of the year of our Lord, 2021. And before we get into the news of the day and the uh, top story of our monologue, what do you say we stand up and pledge allegiance to the country that was once free, that is now no longer free. You do not have the liberty that you did before the Biden administration took effect. That's reality. That's not partisanship. That's not just sour grapes. This is reality. You are not as free today as you were before Joe Biden became president of the United States. So, in tribute to our once free country and as a commitment of faith to fight to regain our freedom together, let's stand, face a flag, put your hand on your heart, and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. Leftists and Biden supporters, those of you that remain, as the new polling comes out, showing that Joe Biden is now again at a new all-time low in approval rating and an all-time high in disapproval rating. As that continues and you continue to support him, you go ahead and take your knee alongside Colin. We know where you do not stand. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice 
for all. All right. Um, believe it or not, the lead story this morning is not going to be the mandate, which has been ordered by OSHA, which is scheduled to take effect on all private employers and private employees on January 4th and has already been challenged in court. Uh, a number of times. Already injunctions have been filed to stop the mandate from ever taking effect. Uh, this is going to play out over the course of a very long period of time. So we're going to let that sit for just a little bit. We're going to talk about it later in the broadcast. And I've got a lot of things on that. But I want to start with the Democrats, the Biden administration's mockery of the average middle-class American family. They are laughing at you. They're laughing at your pain. They are mocking you. And they are trying to force you to act and think as wild leftist progressives, no matter what your actual ideology ideology may be. If you uh, you do not know what I'm talking about, the energy secretary in Joe Biden's cabinet, is former Michigan Governor Jennifer Granholm. She was on Bloomberg News, um, I believe it was over the weekend, or it might have been Friday before the weekend began. At, At any rate, she was asked about the rising cost of gasoline. I don't know about you, I drove around over the weekend. Thankfully, didn't need to fill up at this point. I'll probably have to do it by tomorrow or Wednesday in one of my cars. Um... But everything that I saw was around three thirty-five a gallon, which is about twenty cents higher than what I saw just a few days ago when it was averaging around three fifteen, which is still about a dollar and a half more than it was when Donald Trump was running the energy policy in the United States. Now the energy policy is run by Jennifer Granholm and by Joe Biden himself. And I want you to listen to what they think of your suffering at the gas pumps. In Sturgis, Michigan, it is $2.89 a gallon. I guess that's better than in California. What is the grand home plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is called OPEC. And they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already planning. (laughs) That is hilarious. She mocked. As we all know, oil, oil is controlled by a cartel, and that cartel is called OPEC. And they say they're not going to increase production anymore, so you're just going to have to live with it. What did I have the magic wand? For four years, under President Donald J. Trump, OPEC didn't run the oil market in the United States. It might have controlled output, production, and thus price of crude oil in other countries, but not in the United States. You want to know why? Because Donald Trump created the conditions that made us energy independent of the need for foreign oil. He didn't have a magic wand either. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, he did. It was called sound energy policy. It was called open up 
America's pipelines, continue to construct them, continue to drill, continue to frack for natural gas. It's not actually a magic wand, Jen. It's called sound energy policy. But the reality is, the Biden administration and its energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, doesn't care about sound energy policy because, quite frankly, they don't care about you. What am I talking about? In this clip, you're going to hear Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary, on CNN yesterday. And you're going to hear her tell you directly, suck it up, you rubes, pay the price to heat your home. Suck it up and pay the price to power your car. Suffer, feel the pain, feel the pinch, because it's the only way you dummies are going to learn your lesson. Now, I'm paraphrasing her, but tell me if that isn't accurate when you listen to this. A gallon. Bank of America is predicting crude oil prices could soar another 50% by next June. Could the average gas price in America be $4 a gallon in the United States soon? Well, we certainly hope not. Uh, As I say, the Energy Information Agency is going to put out their forecast this week. The president is all over this. Of course, every president is frustrated because they can't control the price of gasoline. I have to pause it there because of just the obvious lie. President Donald J. Trump controlled the price of gasoline because he helped control the price of oil because he allowed oil to flow freely through this country and out of this country. We were a net exporter of of energy for the first time in American history under Donald J. Trump. Don't tell me presidents cannot control this. They can with sound energy policy. Jen, because it's a global market, um, he can call upon increased supply, which he has done. And OPEC uh, is unfortunately controlling the agenda with respect to oil prices. OPEC is a cartel and it controls over 50 percent of the supply of gasoline. Is there anything to the rest of the world? It is not supposed to control the supply to the United States because the United States has enough energy here to be completely independent. Instead, you and the doddering old 78-year-old farter-in-chief falls to his knees before enemies of the United States in Saudi Arabia and elsewhere in the Middle East in, in front of OPEC and begs, please give us just a few more drops. Please. We're begging you. And they're laughing at you as you turn around and mock us. There's more. That the Biden administration can do about OPEC? Um, well, he can call upon them to increase supply. That means kneel and beg. And they have chosen this past week not to do that. That so, means flipping him off. So that is going to increase the chokehold on access to affordable fuel at the pump. Except that we already have affordable fuel in the United States. Turn the pipelines back on. And so the president is looking at all of the tools that he has. What about the strategic That's one of the tools that he has, and uh, he is certainly looking at that, and I think we'll be looking at that uh, forecast. We do not need to tap into the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. We already have enough oil and natural gas and coal to power this country for eons to come. This is not about the availability of oil. 
This is about a strategic decision to drive us toward what? Let's listen more. That's coming out on Tuesday. Tomorrow. Should Americans in what will likely be a cold winter, most of them are, expect to pay higher prices for heating their homes? Yeah, uh, th- this is going to happen. It will be uh, it will be more expensive this year than last year. Um, we are in a... Do you hear the cavalier attitude she has when she tells you, yeah, this is going to happen? You better expect to pay more this year than last year. She doesn't even express regret. She does not express a, sadly, this is what we're facing. We're going to do everything we can to hold that off. But no, she just says, yup, it's going to happen. Deal with it. Slightly beneficial position was certainly relative to Europe because their chokehold of natural gas is very significant. They're going to pay five times higher. But we have the same problem in fuels that the supply chains have, which is that the oil and gas companies are not flipping the switch as quickly as the demand requires. The oil and gas companies have had their supply choked off by your policies and those of Joe Biden himself. Ms. Energy Secretary, you have shut down drilling. You have limited the the federal lands that can be uh, used for fracking. You have limited the the flow of, of crude oil through our pipelines. And now, did you see the news this morning before I get to the rest of this clip? Now, today, despite all of what you are hearing right now, Biden is now weighing the potential market consequences, in air quotes, of shutting down another pipeline in Michigan. They're talking about shutting down another pipeline. It's called Line 5. And Biden wants to shut that one down, too, as Jennifer Granholms sits on CNN and tells everybody, would that I had a magic wand to try to lower the price of fuel in the United States of America. You can't make this up. And so that's why the president has been focused on both the immediate term and the long term. Let us get off of the volatility associated with fossil fuels Mm -hmm. and associated with others who don't have our country's interests at heart and invest in moving to clean energy where we will not have this problem. And that's so much of what these two bills are focused on. There it is. My friends, there it is. And to make sure you understand what you just heard, let me lay it out for you. Gas and energy. Joe Biden and his team of anti-American destroyers of capitalism, his team of transformationalists, remember, they want to fundamentally transform this country, have decided to intentionally make you suffer in order to get you on board with ending fossil fuels. And it's almost like they strategized this from day one. As long as gas is inexpensive, as it was under Trump, and heating our homes was affordable, as it was under Trump, Americans will continue to ignore AOC and Kamala and the rest of the Green New Deal idiots. So the only way to get our attention and to get us on board with Green New Deal, clean energy policy, is to do what? It's to make us suffer. To make us cause pain to American families. Make families have to choose 
between filling up the minivan which you used to be able to do for $25, and now you can't do for under $55, or paying the insurance bill this month. Make families have to choose. Honey, will the water department hold off on shutting us off for another month? Well, they better, because we can't miss another payment to the gas company. Sweetheart, how far back are we on the insurance payments? Has the insurance lapsed yet? I don't know. Let me figure out how much it's going to cost to catch up on the mortgage before I answer that. Kids, no trip to grandma's for Thanksgiving. Why? It's just not in the budget anymore. Gas is three fifty a gallon and climbing, and it's a 290-mile round trip to Indiana and back. We just can't afford it. Joe Biden is intentionally making Americans suffer, making them make choices with their monthly budgets. What can they afford to keep in? What do they have to cut back on in order to pay to heat the homes in which they and their children live? What can they keep in their budget and what do they have to eliminate in order to drive and make the commutes to and from work to get the kids where they need to be? much less any recreational driving. Make Americans suffer so that they'll look and say, maybe we should look at that Green New Deal thing. Can't afford the fossil fuels anymore. Can't afford the gas bill. Can't afford the electric bill. Cannot afford the the, uh, fuel bill. Cannot do it anymore. Maybe we should look into something else. They are making you suffer in your family all to advance their political agenda. And they're not even hiding it. And this, my friends, is why I will join millions of Americans, millions of other Americans, in screaming from the top of my lungs, Let's go, Brandon! We'll be right back. Download the free WHK mobile app and listen to your favorite WHK programs or podcasts on the go. It's free in your app store. I mean, you you really do have to ask yourself, what could possibly, in the face of all of this news of skyrocketing gasoline prices, forcing people. I mean, do you do a budget in your family? I mean, most families, middle-class families, have to budget their income. And they say, this is how much we bring in gross, this is how much we bring in after they rape us in taxes, with the increase in taxes, of course, that is coming in the Biden administration. Thank God President Trump lowered our taxes. We enjoyed that for four years. But here's what they take away from us. So here's our net. Here's our net income each month. How much is the mortgage or the rent? Check. How much is the utility bills or are the utility bills? The heating bill, check. The water bill, check. Uh, Your uh, sewer bill, check. How much does it cost us for home insurance? Check. How much for our car insurance? Check. How much for the car payments? Check. I mean, I don't have to go through this whole thing with you. You understand. But one of those checks is your gas costs. How much does it cost to fill up the tank, and how many times do we fill up the tank per week? How many times per month? 
Well, when that number essentially doubles, it's hundreds of dollars of difference. And you have to decide, where am I slashing that money from in order to put it in my gas tank? And oh, by the way, when I've got to turn the furnace on full time, maybe you already are, because it's been in the 40s at night for, you know, for, for, a few, for a week or so now, maybe a little bit more, it just depends, but you understand the point. If the furnace is on full-time now, and they're telling you, yes, your heating costs are going to go up. Jennifer Granholm just glibly says, yes, that's going to happen. You're going to pay a lot more this year than you did last year. That is going to also lead to something else being cut out of the budget. Because unless you are putting away a ton of money at the end of all of your budgeted expenses, you are going to have to cut money from other things. And they seem happy about that. And in the face of all of that news... The, the new news story this morning is Line 5, a pipeline, part of a network that moves crude and other petroleum products from Western Canada, transporting about 540,000 barrels a day. Petroleum is taken from the pipeline in uh, Escanaba, Michigan. They are going to shut that one down now, too. Jason Hayes, Director of Environmental Policy at the Mackinac Center for Public Policy, blasted Biden and Granholm, saying that this work on Line 5 is just one more example of them being divorced from reality. They're planning to power an industrial nation like the United States on solar panels and wind turbines. Noting that, by the way, solar panels and wind turbines require oil and natural gas nuclear, and even coal power to be produced. I want you to think about that. I hope it doesn't end like this, said Hayes, but where I see it going, unfortunately, is the same thing that happened in February in Texas. People freezing in their homes. Most of the time when it's extremely cold or there's a really bad polar vortex situation, it's cloudy and there's no wind. And when there's no wind... Where's the power coming from? That's what happened to Texas. Where's the power coming from? But they want to shut down Line 5 to get you on board with their fantasy of Green New Deal solar and wind and electric car energy. And if you don't get on board and start voting for more Democrats, see, this is punishment for Virginia. This is punishment for voting against the leftist progressive policies. Start voting for more Democrats and get on board with Green New Deal, or you're, we're just going to freeze you out of your home. And we're going to make you unable to pay your fuel bills, unable to pay for your gasoline. We're going to make you stay home, and we're going to make you suffer. And they're doing it gleefully. I want you to tell me, 216-901-0945, what will $3.50 gas prices per gallon do to your family budget? What will $4 a gallon, which is on the way? That was the question the CNN reporter asked. When is it going to hit 4? And she said, I hope that doesn't happen. Not, that will never happen. We will not allow it. I hope it doesn't happen, but we don't control it. OPEC controls it. What will $4 a gallon do to your family's budget? Not not asking that figuratively. I'm asking it literally. You tell me. 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110. Back after the news.
a wake-up call, courtesy of the Bob France Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. 938, we continue now on AM 1420, The Answer. So tell me, if you're the head of the household, or even if you're not the head of the household, um, you know, but, and then that's kind of an awkward way of phrasing it, actually. Uh, I don't know if we have a head of the household in our house, but my wife actually does all the bills. Uh, she's a much more organized person than I am, so she can certainly handle, uh, you know, getting everything done the right way. But whether you're the head of the household who does the bills or whether your, your, your wife or husband does the bills, tell me what this is going to do to you if your heating costs increase by what they say they're going to increase. Anywhere between 35 and 55% this winter. Winter hasn't hit yet. We had some cold fall evenings. Like I said, down in the 40s overnight a few times. It's going to bounce back. We're going to get some Indian summer stuff where it's going to be in the 60s during the day. And maybe even this week, I think I saw a few of those scattered in the forecast. But it's going to get cooler again. Winter isn't here yet. When it is. And the reality of what Jennifer Granholm starts to hit you in the face by way of what's on the bill that just arrived in your mailbox. And you realize how much more it's going to cost each month to heat the home how much more it's going to cost to drive the car, to make the commute, to get the kids from point A to point B, to let the kids take the car. I can tell you this. I guarantee you this. There are going to be kids who are going to be very, very disappointed when they say, Hey, Mom, can I have the keys? Hey, Dad, can I have the keys? I'm going over to Joe's house, and we're going to play 2K together. And the answer is going to be no. Can't afford the gas. You can ride your bike if you want. Get a ride and let somebody else pay the bill. But no, discretionary driving is going to be limited. If you think I'm exaggerating these costs, then take a look at what it costs to put 15 gallons to fill your car a year ago when Donald Trump was president, two years ago, three years ago, and four years ago, and compare that to what it's going to cost for 15 gallons now. Now, how many times do you fill up that tank? Once a week? Twice a week? How many cars do you have that you have to do this for because both parents work? Another, another a child takes a car to school, whatever the case might be. How many times are you going to have to fill it up? And you're going to realize, I'm literally paying hundreds of dollars more now in energy costs. Where's it going to come from? Sorry, no more contributions to the IRA, the individual retirement account. Sorry, no more contributions to the Christmas fund so we can buy gifts at Christmas. Sorry, no vacation next year. The Disney trip is off. Because the money that we would be putting away for the Disney trip in March now has to go into my gas tank. And Jennifer Granholm thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That co- it's controlled by a cartel called OPEC when you... And the bumbling, stumbling, doddering old crank named Joe Biden, when you guys are in power, that's when our oil prices are controlled by OPEC. When 45 was in power, our oil prices were controlled by us. Complete energy. Independence. It is impossible impossible for me to understand how anybody could possibly support this administration knowing those very easily provable facts. 
Look at your bottom dollar. And oh, by the way, while we're at it, and I'll go to the phone calls to get you to answer this question in a second. While we're at it, I forgot. Add about another 6 to 20% increase on your grocery bill. Depending on what you buy, your dollars are going to buy less at the grocery store now because of the rampant inflation, particularly as it pertains to proteins and meats. Went out to dinner the other night with my wife on Friday night, and there was a there was a little note in the in the menus. All beef products, beef dishes, are going to have a three dollar surcharge because of the extraordinary inflation in the cost of red meat. So a, a, a fourteen dollar steak was now a seventeen dollar steak. A twenty dollar steak was now a twenty, and on we go. You may say, well, those sound like champagne problems. I don't go out to steak restaurants. Okay, I don't care if you go out to eat or if you stay home and eat. The prices are passed, the price increases are passed along to you. It's, it hits all of us. And I'm as middle class as it gets, by the way. And guess what? These kinds of things that I'm talking about, the increases in the home heating, the increases in the, in the, uh, in the, in the, uh, uh gasoline, the increases in food costs, increases in just about every cost, are going to force me to sit home. It's going to force everybody I know to make adjustments to the way they live. What adjustments are you going to make? What adjustments are you going to be satisfied with? And what are you going to do about it? They are content to make you suffer and change the way you live until you get on board and say, okay, solar power is for me. Wind turbines are for me. Let's get rid of this fossil fuel. Let's get on board with ADC and Kamala Harris. Let's get on board. Let's do it. This is what they're telling you. Vote for more Democrats or we'll continue to make you suffer. And that will be the reality that you face for the next 12 months until you vote to give power back to the conservatives. I won't even say the Republicans because not all of them deserve the title uh, or deserve the praise that I would give conservatives. 13 of them crossed the line and voted for Biden's ridiculous uh, $1.2 trillion infrastructure deal that was about 10% infrastructure and about 90% Democrat wish list. I won't even say the Republican Party, but to get conservatives back in power 12 months from now is the next time you have a chance to change things. All right, let's do it. 216-901-0945-888-281-1110. Charlie in Westlake, you're up first. Go ahead. Hey, Bob. Yeah, I'm just flabbergasted. Again, this this uh, Brandon guy, he's trying to destroy America, and uh, it's, they're using they're, they're they're going after the gas because they want to take our independence away. American independence is what made America special, and and the ability to drive and go where we wanted to. I watched a special last night on YouTube. A guy it was a, it was a from Easter or either from West Germany or Germany, and it was just analyzing all these electric cars, the max you get is 140 miles per charge on all the best. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's, not, that's not true anymore. That's not true anymore. Just no, so you this know. was no. last night. I, no, I'm, tell, the, I'm telling you, though. I'm telling you, though. That's not well, true anymore. The new, the new electric cars that they're building are, are, are uh, going to have bigger batteries that allow you to have around 300 miles uh, on a full charge, and they think that that's going to be okay. But number one, People have no well, earthly idea how much it's going to cost to charge those batteries, for, uh, those huge batteries. Number two, number two, how long it takes to charge those batteries, particularly if you're taking a trip. 
And you hit, how many times have you, Charlie, been on the turnpike, for example, or 90 or whatever, and been in a, in a, in a two-hour traffic jam? And you sit there with your engine idling <laughs> in your two-hour traffic jam. Well, uh, you either, can, you can stop. Way, Charlie, you Charlie, know, you got, Charlie, let me finish. Charlie, okay. I'm, I'm trying to make a point here. Okay, work with me. Okay, buddy? Trying to make a point here. You, you, you sit there in a traffic jam and you end up you know, running yourself down toward E. You can get off at the next exit when you do get moving again and fill up. You do that with an electric car, you're going to sit there for the next three hours waiting for your car to charge. So no, they do have bigger engine or bigger batteries now, but A, they're way more expensive and B, and this is huge, they are absolutely, uh, short shelf life. In other words, uh, you're going to have to replace it in six to eight years. You have to buy a whole new battery that's going to cost you eight, ten, twelve thousand dollars for your brand new electric car to have your 300 mile radius. And uh, guess what? That's going to offset every cent you saved in gasoline prices because you bought an electric car. Now, go ahead, Charlie. What's your last thought? Well, the same, the same point. It's taking our independence away, taking our individuality away. They want us all on buses. They want us all on, you know. Mass mass transportation. They don't want the American way. This this, this Brandon guy. He's, it's Obama, of course. He hates America. He wants America to be as, as low as he can do it, and he's going to try to push us down. Now they're taxing cattle uh, methane uh, releases from cattle, so it's going to be impossible to even get a steak if you yeah. want one. Well, no, that's that's true too. And by the way, I wish I could as uh, casually say Brandon instead of Biden as well as you do, because I got to start doing that. It, it's exactly right, and I want people to remember that. Charlie, thank oh, you. Yeah. I appreciate the call. We have to call it the Brandon administration because it's reality, and I want people to know what we think of what he is doing to this country, step by step by step. And by the way, Charlie's right. Fundamental transformation of the country is the goal, and part of that, of course, is making us more dependent on the government to save us from these extraordinary high prices. Do you know what I? I'm going to play this for you real quick. I wasn't planning on doing it until I started talking about the um, uh, about the mandate, the vax mandate. But I'm going to go ahead and play it for you now because it was so it was so perfect for that, and it's perfect for this too. They want you to be dependent on government for everything, to make the decisions for you, to control your your spending and 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 everything else. Just listen to this quick. What is this about? Uh, less than a minute long. It's less than a minute long. And I want you to hear the difference between them and us. Now, this, again, is specifically geared toward the vaccine mandate by Biden. But the difference between them and us and us has never been more clear than in this very short, less than one minute segment. Listen, we have to do more to vaccinate the 66 million unvaccinated people in America. We, the people, tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We, the people, are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go, and by what route, and how fast. Almost all the world's constitutions are documents in which governments tell the people what their privileges are. Our constitution is a document in which we, the people, tell the government what it is allowed to do. I just found that to be so striking and so perfect. Here's Joe Biden saying we've got to do more to get these toxins into the arms of the 66 million Americans who haven't taken the toxins yet. That's what we have to do. We, government, have to tell people, the private individuals, who are supposed to have liberty and freedom, we have to make sure they take what we tell them to take. That's the, the, the mantra of the current president of the United States. 
And all it takes is for us to go back six presidents to the 40th president to listen to what the reality is, to the way it's supposed to be. The people tell the government what to do. The government doesn't tell the people what to do. That's not what a free country does. That's not what a free country reflects. That's not what a free country was founded upon. In a free country, the people tell the government what their limitations are. The government doesn't tell the people, this is what we demand of you. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Almost all the world's constitutions are documents in which governments tell the people what their privileges are. Our constitution is a document in which we, the people, tell the government what it is allowed to do. That's extraordinarily important. Sorry for the phone alert that was apparently in in that recording when it was made, but there it is. Uh, President Reagan laid it out the way it is supposed to be, and we are now 180 degrees from that under Joe, uh, Joe Brandon. Mary is in Lorraine. Uh, I want to find out what Mary's family will have to give up when these prices get to where they're going. Go ahead, Mary. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. I'm 88 years old. For 27 years, I have been driving from Lorraine to Lorraine County Community College to work out at the fitness center four mornings a week so I could keep well and strong. Am I not going to be able to do that? Will I not be able to drive to Canton this coming weekend to help my youngest great-grandson celebrate his first birthday? Will I not be able to go back to Canton to be with my family for Thanksgiving? Can I not go to the library and pick up some books to read since I'll have to stay home? And it just will, will I be able to go to church? Because they closed that once because it was unnecessary. I am so upset and so mad, as you can tell, but that's my story. (laughs) Mary, um, God bless you. I hope you can continue to go to that college uh, rec center because I would never have known until you told me that you're 88 years old. You sound youthful, you sound exuberant, you sound energetic, and you sound sad because of what is going to happen to you potentially and to your family and your ability to be free and go where you want to go. So I'm so glad you called. I wish you God's blessings and God's good grace. I hope you stay very healthy and vibrant because you sound wonderful. And I hope we can all all fight. And thank you so much. I hope we can all fight uh, to uh, head off what is is coming to you and your family. Thank you, Mary. And by the way, we support Mary. What does Jennifer Granholm think? In America. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this, as you know. Would that I had the magic wand to let Mary go to see her one-year-old grandson, to let Mary continue to go to her workouts, to let Mary continue to be able to afford to put fuel in her car to actually live her life. Would that I had the magic wand, like, you know, opening up pipelines, opening up federal lands for fracking, opening up federal lands for drilling, and continuing to have make America energy independent, which we were under Donald J. Trump. Yeah, you have a magic wand. It's called resigning and then getting that doddering idiot out of the Oval Office. That's a mag- your magic wand. I'll be right back. Okay, it's 9.56 now. Let's go ahead and take another call from Akron. Tanya is back on AM 1420, The Answer. Good morning, Tanya. Hi, Bob. You're in rare form today. 
I was in I was in rare uh, a state of rare agitation today when I listened to Jennifer Granholm twice over the weekend telling us how yep it's going to be a lot more expensive to eat your home and to drive your car and there's nothing we can do about it yeah yeah I'm going to be in rare form over that what about you oh I'm in rare form I'm like thinking why do we and I'm a black female so mm-hmm. I don't have any problem with women in leadership but why do we have these tackling between Hillary Clinton uh Kamala and then Jennifer, they think they can laugh their way through serious issues and they're incompetent. They make us feel bad. And then you have a company in, I think it's state finance or somewhere in New York that will no longer hire white males without permission. I saw that for your finance. I mean, I'm thinking my money does not care who advises it as long as it makes money. Okay. Um, identity. The answer to your question, which you already know, Tanya, is is identity <laughs> identity politics trump all. Joe Biden made an announcement, oh, yeah. if you recall, before he even was. I hate to even use the word elected, but but when when Brandon was still running for president. Uh, he said that if he becomes president, he is going to nominate the most diverse cabinet in, in presidential history. And that, that was already a signal that he wasn't going to have the best cabinet in history. He wasn't going to pick the best person for each role. He was going to have the most diverse. So he was going to make sure that he had minorities of all colors. He was going to make sure he had minorities of all genders and sexual identities. He was going to have, uh, you know, just, it was going to be all about DIE, diversity and inclusion, uh, and equity more than it is about talent and merit and the best people for the job. And I firmly believe that somebody like Jennifer Granholm is an example of that. They don't care about quality. They care about, um, uh, they care about diversity. And, uh, and, and like you said, it's, it's counterproductive to the mission. Whether it's making money or establishing sound policy, it's counterproductive. Okay, so the plan going forward, we need to be, we need to remove our money from institutions that one do not support us. I said that we need to move our money, move our children, our most treasured things out of school that don't advocate for them. And we have to do it now. I mean, we, I know we're trying to build all of these, you know, pride, these, uh, parallel systems, but we can no longer afford to fund these people. Okay. No, you're right. We we can't. we we can't, and we need to. You know, you know, one eleven eleven is Veterans Day. I think between after they do the eleven eleven, you know, honoring, we need to just cut off our TVs, walk out of our jobs, take our kids out of school, and show them when the middle class no longer provides the income. For them to have the luxury of laughing at us, they will be just as poor as we are. Tanya, that is the kind of bold... Yeah, no, that is the kind of bold action, and I concur, that that it's going to take. And I thank you for the phone call. It's It's a big ask. It's hard to get a crushing number of people to on the say at the very same time rise up walk out show them what it would be like without the middle class being there to support all of them with our tax dollars by walking off the job taking our kids out of the schools what a statement it would make though what a statement it would make but unfortunately as i say that's a very tough ask to get millions and it would take that it would take millions in the state of ohio much less nationally uh, to have an impact that they would say okay we hear you so we have to find another way to be heard that's what we're here for, to talk about that. 
All right, 10 o'clock news time now. More of your phone calls, guest free in hour number two as well on AM 1420. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.